change in our life today, won't it? Amen. We have a few written requests today. We want to continue to remember our brother Ben that's uh, traveling in Africa. He's supposed to be coming back this next week, I do believe. And we'll just pray God will give him safety as he travels. And also brother Jonathan, I believe he's in Oklahoma this morning ministering, so we want to remember him in our prayers. We want to continue to remember brother Daniel Gissendanner, uh, brother Ron Spencer, sister Vicki Tidwell, and also, we're happy to have Brother Josh's grandmother with us this morning, Sister Maxine Kathy. God bless you. And uh, <clears throat> she's been having some uh, problems with her back, but we'll just pray this morning Amen. that before this service is over, it'll all be finished. You won't have to worry about it anymore. How many believe God that way, and you believe he's able to do that? Amen. You have something on your heart this morning. Just make it known. Bind up, lift his hand. God sees it, and he's, he's well aware of our needs this morning. Brother Ben, I'm going to ask you, if you will, this morning to come and lead us in prayer for these requests today, my brother. Good morning. Let's just go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Dear Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this day, Father. We want to thank you for safe travelers, for bringing us here safe, Father. These prayers that you laid, or these prayer requests that are before us today, Father, I ask that you come and, and touch each one of them with your healing hand, Father. We pray that you heal this, every sick person that has asked for healing, Father. We ask that you anoint your preacher, pastor today, Brother Joseph, and give him wisdom and protection and, and ministering to us and lead us and guide us. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. 
bless you, Lord. Appreciate that. I'm so good at putting people on the spot, and I'm sorry about that. But amen. My brother did a fine job. I appreciate you doing that this morning. Amen. Do you love the Lord today? Amen. Are you ready to worship the Lord today? Amen. Let's sing this. I believe it's going to be a sting. <clears throat> well, I am weak, but thou art strong. Oh, and Jesus, keep me from all wrong. And I'll be satisfied. Oh. desire this morning just a closer walk with him you say well I've already made it God bless you I'd love to shake your hand I just want a closer walk with him this morning and my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood and his righteousness let's sing that and see if that 
My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and His righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. sinking sand but on Christ the solid rock we stand this morning and we are just so thankful for amazing grace how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me let's sing that with you amazing grace shall always be my song of praise was grace that bought my liberty.
praise that we're able to utter out of our lips. God is worthy of it this morning. I was uh, listening to some songs this week and here it happened again. I got this other song and said, oh my goodness, what a song. And this morning you may be going through trials and troubles and tribulations, but why should we worry? I didn't set Sister Brenda up, so give me just a minute, will you?
name of the song this morning is Till the Storm Passes By. So help me sing it if you know it this morning. Thank you, Jesus. I need Sister Wanda and Sister Brenda's mics on, please. Out on the water, storms raging high, the waters around them were troubled that night, and fear filled their hearts, and they thought they would die, but they failed to remember that the master was nigh. Oh, and he spoke the word, and the winds all stood still, and even the waters, they obeyed his will, and he conquered the storms, just like he to walk with the mass. 
same Jesus. He stays near. I thank you for it, Lord. Amen. We'll let you have your seats. We'll have our brothers to come this morning and receive the offering you just give to the Lord, and I know he'll, he'll bless every effort today. Amen. Let's just sing this. I believe it's in the key of D. Brother Matt, you need to get ready to sing something for us this morning, or we'll sing with you, whatever. It's in moments like these I sing out a song I sing out a love song To you, Lord It's in moments like Sing out a song. I sing out a love song to you. Let's sing it now.
There's a lighthouse on the hillside that overlooks life's sea. When I'm tossed, it sings out of life, a light that I might see. Back 
say I thank God for the lighthouse and I owe my life to him amen I appreciate that brother Matt nobody can sing that like brother Matt can amen let's stand together if you will as we invite our pastor this morning to deliver what the Lord has laid on his heart for us amen we're looking forward to the word this morning aren't we aren't you thankful that there's something that keeps holding us thankful for the Holy Ghost let's sing it this morning deep down The trial of this world was getting closer. Give me no 
Good morning. Aren't you glad to be a Christian? How many loves the old-fashioned Holy Ghost singing? You know that old song, Give Me That Old Time Religion? Amen. Put your hands together with me and let's sing it together. Give me that old time. I don't want the new stuff. I want something that's already been proven. Something that's real. Something that you can feel. When you go to church, it goes from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. Amen? It makes you move. Makes you raise your hands. It makes you shout. It makes you do something. Amen? Give me that old time religion. You all know it. Don't act like you don't. Amen? Put your hands together. We're going to sing it to the king. As the brethren come this morning, this is the tithes of first fruits. You give to the Lord and God will bless you. For those of you online, you can also give your offering, your billing fund, your tithing as well. If you will go there and the Lord will bless you for doing that. Amen. It's okay. We, we can find the words. All right. No problem. Well, give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Oh, it will save you when we need more old time religion. It will start the dead flying. Yes, as good as that for me. Well, give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. Hallelujah. God bless you. You may be seated. So happy to be in the house of the Lord with you amongst the living. Worship Jesus, the Son of God, the only true sacrifice. There's only one, you know. Hallelujah. His name is Jesus. He is the lighthouse. He's the absolute. He is the, the ultimate. And without him, we're all dead. Praise God, we have a Savior today uh, that loves us so very much. Certainly appreciate the Lord Jesus Christ. This morning, I've got a few things here on my agenda I want to have taken care of by the help of the Lord. And if, uh, if you would, I would like to call um, Brother Claude and Sister Eugenie, if you would come forward, please. And, um, praise the Lord Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. It's a lovely couple here that the Lord has sent our way, and we thank God for both of them and their lives. I believe they're true Christians that love the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Sister Eugenie has been here a little while ahead of Brother Claude and uh, a little space of time. They were married back in... Uh, uh, July the 22nd of uh, 2018, but uh, there was a little space of time to where they were separated. 
not because they didn't love each other, okay? They love each other, and they wanted to be together, but due to um, immigrational um, uh, barriers and such like, they were not able to, but God has made a way for Brother Claude to be here this morning with us, and I would like to take this time to um, renew their vows uh, together. If you would just turn this way, come this way in front of me, please. Yes, just like this. Amen. Praise the Lord. God is so good, isn't he? What a great God we're serving. Brother Claude, Sister Eugenie, you honor us today by allowing us this privilege to share this most wonderful time of renewing your vows to each other with you. Uh, we join with you joyfully and uh, prayerfully as you exchange vows this morning with each other. When we read in God's Word, God's Word gives tremendous support and encouragement to marriage and the home. God himself, the Bible says, designed marriage for the good of both man and woman. And it is obvious as we look at the scriptures, very obvious from this, uh, his participation uh, at the marriage feast in Canaan of Galilee, that Jesus also supported the marriage uh, covenant. The Apostle Paul uh, shares with us in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, a beautiful picture of the relationship of the home between a man and a woman. And so we're, we're blessed today to have this opportunity to stand with you as we renew your vows together in the sight of God and the congregation. Uh, if you would just turn, face each other now, hold each other's hands this way. Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. Brother Claude, you first. Will you repeat these vows after me as you to your wife? I, Claude, you repeat, took the Eugenie on July 22nd, 2018 to be my wedded wife and I am now renewing my vows to you. Vows to you. To have and hold from this day forward, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and health, to love and to cherish, till death do us part, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Sister right. Eugenie, would you repeat after me as well? I, Eugenie, took the Claude on July 22nd, 2018 to be my wedded husband. And I'm now renewing my vows to you. To have and to hold 
from this day forward, for better or worse, for richer or poorer, in sickness and health, to love and to cherish, till death do us part, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a beautiful couple. Hallelujah. These are some of the beautiful pictures back at their wedding in, uh, in Africa in 2018. Beautiful wedding the Lord had given them there. So we celebrate with them. What God had joined together, let no man put asunder. Then he saw her, his bride, the one who came from his side. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh, he cried. What God has joined
Hallelujah. Praise God. Would you pray with me? Bow your heads, please. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, with the authority vested in me as a servant of God, I lay my hands both upon Brother Claude and Sister Eugenie. And Lord, I believe that their marriage was ordained of God. I believe that you put them together. You are the one that orchestrated their lives. You created them for each other, Father. And Lord, they've already been married in your sight. Today we are just rededicating their lives to you and renewing their vows to you today, Father. So I lay my hands upon them now today and I bless their lives. I pray that you will make them fruitful. Bless them, their God. Give them good life and health and a heritage. Give them fertility to have children, Lord, to bring them into this world and raise them in the admonition of God. I will come against every forces of darkness that will try to obstruct God's plan in their lives. And I ask that the Spirit of God will come upon my sister Eugenie now with the spirit of fertility. May she bring forth children in this marriage. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I bless them now. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. God bless you, my precious brother. Amen. I love you with the love of God. God bless you all. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Praise God. Is God good? He's good all the time, isn't he? Amen. What a mighty God. What a mighty God. Bring them in. Bring them in from the fields of sin. Brother Amos, Sister Patience, would you bring little Aquila to me, please? Bring them in, just bring all the little ones to Jesus. Bring them in, bring them in, just bring all the little ones to Jesus. One more time, bring them in, their blessings. Jesus, we're so blessed and honored to have Brother Amos and Sister Patience Oyatora, and we're glad to know that the Lord has blessed their union with this beautiful baby boy, Aquila. You know, Aquila uh, was married to a beautiful wife, Priscilla, in the book of Acts chapter 18, when Paul was coming into Athens. And uh, they were some of his converts who followed him to Ephesus. It was actually after the teaching of Paul that Aquila was the one that was used mightily of God to bring conversion to Apollos, a great teacher. So what a beautiful, beautiful family. 
we have here today. I believe the families are streaming from uh, different places this morning. So we thank God for this beautiful, beautiful baby boy. And Brother Amos is very proud of that boy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Very proud of his little Aquila. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have you pronounce all those names, his full names in the microphone, okay, for me. Give us the name, all of the names. Listen to these names. Aquila, Elishama, Obed, Baraluluwa, Ayomiposi, Ariuluwa. Wow. That's a beautiful name, isn't it? <laughs> That's a beautiful name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. God is good. Let me read quickly. Amen. And they brought young children to him that he should touch them. And his disciples rebuked those that brought them. And when Jesus saw it, he was much displeased and said unto them, Suffer the little children to come unto me, and forbid them not, for such is the kingdom of God. Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall not receive the kingdom of God, as a little child, he shall not enter therein. And he took them up in his arms, and he put his hands upon them, and he blessed them. This is exactly what we want to do. We do not believe in infant baptism, but we do believe that the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to dedicate our children to the Lord. And if you have done so today, I, can, I, I want you to rest assured in knowing, I don't care what they're doing right now. You came to an altar and you said, God, you give me this child and I'm giving this child back to you. I want you to know that it is up to God to see them through. Because you can't make them live it. You can't carry them. Only God can carry them all the way through. So this is what we're doing this morning. We're going to bring um, a, this young man, Aquila, before God and just give him back to the Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, I think these are your friends here. Yes. All right, so nice to have you in our gates. God bless you. Let me have the little lad. And uh, man, 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 man. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Yes, what a sweet spirit. Okay. Okay. All is well. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, as we come into your presence now, Lord already sense your presence in this place. I ask that a Shekinah glory of God will overshadow little Aquila. May the glory of God sanction his life. We ask for the mercies and grace of God upon him, Lord. We pray today as I hold him in my arms, Brother Amos and Sister Patience, as, as believers, in their union, you've blessed them with this beautiful, wonderful child. I believe a child of God. And today they have brought him for me to give him back to you, Lord, as you have given life. So today, Lord, I want to commence his life to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And ask your guidance upon him and your grace upon his life. Lord, I pray you'll build a hedge around this cradle. Keep him in your care and your grace. And Lord, should you tarry and time progress, maybe at some point you will use him for the glory of God to be a blessing to the bride of Christ. Lord, I pray for Brother Amos and Sister Patience that you'll strengthen them and give them wisdom and leadership as they raise 
little quill in the fear and admonition of God. Bless them, Lord. Surround their lives. So today, Jesus, I now give back to you, young Aquila, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church says, yeah. amen and amen. Oh, bring them in. Bring them in. Just bring yeah. all the little ones to Jesus. Bring them in. Bring them in. Let's all stand. All the little ones to Jesus. Jesus. Sing it one more time. Bring them in. Bring them in. Oh, bring Bring them them in. Bring all the little ones to Jesus. Bring them in. Just bring them in. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Give them a nice round of applause. <laughs> Praise the Lord. They've done a wonderful job if they had anything to do with it. Amen. Amen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Amen. But God is good, isn't he? Amen. Good to be in the presence of the Lord this morning. Good to be in the house of the Lord with you. Certainly appreciate Uh, The blessings of the Lord and the congregation. We have many traveling today, but we're here to worship Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and uh, for lifting up his mighty name. That's why we come this morning. I'm going to try to attempt to preach today. As many of you know, I I was under a severe attack uh, with both sinuses infections and ear infections, so under a lot of medication this morning, I'm trying to press through, but I believe by the grace of the Lord, the Lord will help me today. God is more than able, isn't he? God is more than able to see us through. Praise the Lord. Appreciate our musicians. God bless you now. If you go back with me in the book of um, uh, Revelations chapter 5 and verses 10, remember the wedding uh, for um, Noah and Naomi is next uh, Saturday. So we ask you if you are RSVP to please be on time. The coordinators will, the doors will be closed once the doors, once the wedding procession starts, the doors will be closed. So if you're late, you'll have to wait till after the ceremony to come in for the reception. So please be on time. Watch the traffic. There is a lot of uh, construction going on, but we'd love for you to come if you're RSVP. I believe that you'll be blessed um, for being there. Revelation chapter 5, quickly. I'm just going to shorten the scripture here. We read a good bit last week. I'm continuing on this morning, uh, Kingly Priesthood of the Bride, Part 2. And when he had taken the book, the four beasts and four and twenty elders fell down before the Lamb, having every one of them harps and golden vows full of odors, which are the prayers of the saints. Every prayer you make, God keeps those prayers. Hallelujah. Their sweet-smelling savor as unto the Lord. I don't care how painful they are, how mournful they are, how troublesome those prayers are. God keeps the scent of those prayers, and he releases the scent of the prayers in the presence of the saints. 
And they sung a new song saying, Thou art worthy to take the book and to open the seals thereof. For thou wast slain and hast redeemed us to God by what? By thy blood out of everywhere? Just Tennessee? No, everywhere. And just English? And just certain people? And just America? No, sir. And had made us unto our God kings and priests, and we shall reign on the earth. Aren't you glad? Amen. Amen. Revelations chapter 1. You see all these people walking around right now thinking they own this world? They're only running from you. Someday you're going to walk out in the ashes of the wicked. Do you believe it this morning? Hallelujah. They had their names on every street. They named the land after their, 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 their family names. The Bible spoke about it, but it's all the brides. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. John to the seven churches which are in Asia. Grace be unto you and peace from him which is, which was, and which is to come. From the seven spirits which are before his throne. From Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness the first and begotten of the dead, the prince of the kings of the earth, unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in his own blood, and hath made us kings and priests unto God and his Father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. What a scripture, what a scripture. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Turn one more and then I'll let you be seated. Galatians 2, quickly. Galatians 2 and 16. I'm going to attempt today to crucify your flesh. Is that all right with me? Would you? Amen. We've got too much flesh. We've got too much me in the way. Too many of us trying to make heaven. Too many of us trying to save ourselves. Too, much, too many of us still trying to work out our own works. You see, it's not what you're doing. It's what God did. He had made us kings and priests. You believe it this morning? Hallelujah. We're still stuck in the zone of trying to make it in. That I've got to do certain relics or certain things or certain traditions or I have to do certain rituals or certain mandates I have to keep. Listen, friends, it's not you keeping it. It's God keeping you this morning. You believe it? It's not you working. It's God has already worked it out. You believe it? I want us to cease from works. Because when he's working in our lives, all is well in Jesus' name. Praise God. If it, in Galatians uh, uh, 2 and verses 16, knowing that, a man, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, for by the fa- but by the faith of Jesus Christ, even we have believed in Jesus Christ, that we might be justified by the faith of Christ, and not by the works of the law, for by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. I don't care what it is you do, church. It doesn't matter what you do in your flesh. It's not good enough to meet the requirements that justice is called for. 
Oh, I believe God wants us to live holy. And I believe God wants us to live as Christians. But when Christ is living on the inside of us, He's doing the work. When the work becomes His work, then you cease from works. Is that right? Then you can quit worrying and stressing and, and, and trying to figure this all out. Because He's carrying me. Hallelujah. Amen, I'm not carrying myself. There's a hidden power of God that's behind my life that's taking me across the finish line this morning. You believe that? He says, but if while we seek to be justified by Christ, we ourselves also are found sinners. Is there, is there, uh, is therefore Christ the minister of sin? God forbid. For if I build again the thing, which I destroy, I make myself a transgressor. Oh my, this is rich. This is rich. Amen. If you're trying to do the work that Christ has already done, then you make yourself a transgressor. You understand the work is finished. For I answer the law, I'm dead to the law, that I might live unto God. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by what? Hallelujah. I live by rules. I live by everybody's standards. Listen, friends, get out of man's standards. Get out of man's mandates. Get in the Holy Ghost. Get in the power and spirit of God and let him live his life through you. Then you won't have to worry about what you need to do. He will be doing the work in your lives. Then, then you can say, he had made us kings and priests. You believe it? I love it. I love it. He said, yet not I, but Christ, the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. You believe it. Bow your heads with me, Lord Jesus. We thank you this morning, God, for your grace to us. We pray that the Spirit of God will now bring illumination to my mind and spirit as I break into the scriptures. May an anointing and the rose of Sharon comes upon me, Lord, and anoint my speech and the ability to which you have put in my life. As Paul said, let him that speak Speak as an oracle of God and do it in the ability to which God giveth him. So I pray I rest now in the ability of God and the gift in my life. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and the church says, Amen. Amen. God bless you. you. May be seated. Do you love Jesus? Can you give Jesus a good round of applause? Hallelujah. He deserves all the accolades. He deserves all the honor. And when he is lifted up, he said, I will draw all men unto me. Do you believe it? Hallelujah. You see, I'm going to keep resounding the note of John's vision. For he had made us kings and priests by his redemptive work. It was all the kinsmen's redeemers doing this morning. How did I get saved? God did that work. How was I redeemed? He finished the work. How am I going to make it? He has already made it for me. 
How am I going to ever uh, come to uh, the finish line? Christ has already done that for me. So I will keep sounding the key until all fleshly efforts is crucified by God's grace. You, receive, you see this morning, redemption is His doing. It's His doing. You're here today because, not because you was a good person. And I don't discredit, discredit any of your upraising and your, and your good conducts and your behaviors. Today, those things are good. But I want you to understand that your redemption and your election choice as the bride of Christ was not hinging upon anything to do with your flesh this morning, but with the cross. You believe it? You see, the works of law and of the flesh cannot redeem any man. You believe this? This process could not happen through the law, their fleshly endowments. But it came through Christ alone today. When you get the revelation of what Christ has done for you, church, then you realize who you are. You are trying in your flesh. For many of us, we're stuck in the zone of our own efforts, trying to achieve to the mandates and to standards of our message. I believe that God will bring us to that place. You see, we cannot achieve those things in ourselves. There has to be a hidden power of God to carry us through. You believe it? You see, see this morning the law was not sufficient to justify and redeem a fallen subject. In uh, verses 16, and we read it, knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall what? No flesh be justified. This is works of doings. This is when a person begin to uh, try to live for God by their own abilities, by their own teachings, by their own conscience. Friends, let me say this. When Christ comes into your lives, you don't have to worry about what you're doing or what you're saying or what needs to happen. His life now flows into your lives. And you're no longer trying on yourself or trying by your own ability or human endowments, but by the power of God's Spirit. You believe it? Quit trying on your own this morning. Quit trying to live for God on your own lives. You'll only make uh, yourself disappointed every time. You see, Jesus did what no one else could do, praise God. He did what no, no other man could ever do. And that was bring, bringing justification to a son and a daughter of God. So it is not your works of righteousness 
that redeems you, but it was the blood of Jesus Christ. What can make me white as snow? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. You say, I want to quit lying. I want to, I don't, I want to quit lusting. I want to quit uh, on the perversion and all the things that's out there. Just let Christ work on the inside. Listen, friends, when you begin to try on your own doings, that's when you'll fail. But when Christ begins to work on the inside, you lose desire for those things on the outside. Are you following me this morning? Hallelujah. When you fall in love with Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have no desire to lust. Amen. To get into the things of the world and to flirt with the world and the cares of this life. There's a greater power that resonates on the inside of you that suddenly takes the craving of this world out of your lives. And you find yourself wanting to serve Jesus. And there will be no desire to do anything that will be offensive to Jesus Christ because he's working on the inside. Hallelujah. I get accused by preachers all the time is, you don't preach enough holiness. You don't get up enough and ball out sin and call out sin. No, I don't have to. Because if you have Christ in your life, he does it. He does it. I don't have to name your sin when Christ on the inside, he takes care of all of that. You believe it? I am no man's priest. I'm no man's pope today. I'm simply married just a servant of God, just a laity, like all of you just striving by the grace of God. I cannot preach you into the rapture. I cannot make you be in the rapture. But I can point you to the one who has finished the work. And when you see him, then you know that you made it. You believe it? No works of righteousness can redeem us. It's nothing but the blood of Jesus Christ. You see, we are not sinners because we sin. We sin because we were sinners. Stay with me now. We did not sin. Watch this. We did not come into this world pure and then begin to sin over time. We were born sinners and our sinful behavior is a manifestation of our fallen nature. So we're not trying to perfect ourselves. We were born with that fallen nature. And it takes the blood of Jesus to reverse that birth of the flesh. Are you following me this morning? Look at Romans 5 and 12 with me quickly. The Bible said, Wherefore, as by one man sin enter into the world and death by sin. So death passed upon all men for that all have sinned. All have sinned. Hallelujah. You were born a sinner. You were born with a sinful nature. Nothing you do will ever perfect you or give you an edge to being better than what you were, only Christ. We attribute all glory to him. 
We give all praise to him. He finished the work. He sat down on the right hand of the Father. He washed us. The Bible said, loosed us from our sins. Believe it. When we were under bondage by nature, born by sinful nature, under the curse of the law, we need a kinsman redeemer. What a stronger power to break the bonds of sin. This is why he says, and he has washed us in his own blood. And that Hebrew word is loosed us from the bondage of our fallen nature. So the root of sinfulness in men's hearts, and we understand that comes from a fallen nature. You believe that? The root of sinfulness is in the heart of man, and that comes from a fallen nature, not his action. You believe it? Not his action. That comes from a fallen nature. Of course, it manifests, but once that soul has been regenerated by the blood of Jesus Christ, or there's such power of God in his life. You believe it? I want you to understand that the Mosaic law only serves as a mirror to reveal sin. It was not a cure for it. That's all the law did was, it was a mirror to uh, reveal sin. It's not the cure for sin. Your works today is not the cure for your fallen nature. You need to commit that nature to God. If you have a certain nature about you, then you keep falling into diverse temptation. Your works does not justify that, uh, that nature. That nature has to be changed. You believe that? You have to come to God and say, Lord, there's this certain, there's this certain action and nature in my spirit that needs transformation. My works doesn't justify that. Simply because I tried to achieve uh, uh, doing certain mandates or standards or, or holiness or certain things in my life, it doesn't solve the problem. So we understand now that the law only serves as a mirror to reveal sin. It was not the cure for it this morning. You believe it? And even if you could keep every aspect of the law this morning, which you can't, it still will not be acceptable means of redemption. None of, it, none of your works are still acceptable means of redemption. Don't get me wrong now. He's saying, oh man, that means I can do what I want to. No, when God is working inside of you, it's his doings, it's not yours. You believe that? You can live for Jesus. Hey man, you can serve Jesus. You can go free today and say, Lord, it's your works that I'm depending on that see me through today. You believe it? Hallelujah. Our works are not sufficient to redeem us we cannot be our own saviors. It was all Christ's doings this morning. We are justified by faith in Christ. You believe that? Hallelujah. I'm trying to knock out all the man-made righteousness, the man-made self-righteousness. 
Well, I did this and I did that. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't care what you do as long as Christ is working in your lives. All the do's and the don'ts will be taken care of. You believe it? Are you with me this morning? Hallelujah. It is so sad that after so many years of this message, we're still having to preach like this. Because you see, people still got a warped concept in their mind. They're trapped in this old nature. And they're trying to serve God through an old fallen nature. You believe that? You believe it this morning. Remember, we are not sinner because we sin. We sin because we were sinner. And we did not come into the world pure and then begin to sin over time. We were born sinners and our sinful behavior is a manifestation of our nature. Hallelujah. If you're still having manifestations uh, uh, of, of sin in your life, it's simply because your nature has not yet been changed. There's not another person on the inside there. Oh, but when Jesus comes in. Hallelujah. I'm not going to worry if I'm going to fall tomorrow. If I'm going to mess up tomorrow, he's holding me. It's not I making it. It's he has already made it for me. You believe it? You believe it? You know, we came up through all the different uh, nominational uh, beliefs that has been incorporated into our ranks called the message. Pilgrim holiness, the holiness people, the Methodists. You got the shouting Baptists and all the different religions that has merged into this great network and ranks called the message. And with it came all sorts of beliefs. And we've all bring our little bit of our beliefs into this melting pot. But brother, I want you to know, that's what it needs to be, a melting pot. And melt down all of our ideas and all of our old traditions. You've got to let it go today and say, Christ, it's you or nothing else. You believe it? Who finished the work? Christ. Who has made us uh, kings and priests? Christ. You believe it? Oh, I love this today. Just got to bear with me this morning. So I want you to understand now in verses, we are justified by faith in Christ. Uh, verse 16. Listen, people, listen, just listen to me this morning. Let me help you. Anyway, I've been serving God a long time. I don't have all the answers, but I, I've experienced some things. You've got to learn how to rest in the Holy Spirit. You've got to learn to put it in the hands of God and bring the Holy Spirit right straight to where the problem is and say, Lord, I'm bringing you to where the problem is. Hallelujah. It's the nature of this lying or the nature of this lusting or the nature of this whatever it is that's against your laws. And I'm bringing you to this place to crucify this specific problem. You understand? The problem is your flesh. The flesh has to be crucified. And God is saying, you don't understand. The harder you try, you're making it worse on yourselves. You've got to crucify the flesh. You believe it? Look now at verses 16 again with me. Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we believe in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by what? The faith 
of Jesus Christ. How many wants to have faith? Hallelujah. Where does your faith come from? Jesus Christ. How many times have you tried in your own faith, myself included, and it fails? But when I come through the faith of Jesus Christ, amen, all things are possible to them that believe. It's not I that live it, but Christ that live it in me. You believe it? The 11 this morning. So we come to Christ through faith by election and representation. Jesus Christ is the sacrifice for our redemption once and for all. Praise God. Once and for all. How many times do you have to reconcile with that nature that wants to do a certain things that you're not proud of that cause you to be ashamed many times over? You know why? Because you don't have the power in your own self-will to destroy that nature. But my friends, once you come to Jesus Christ and allow his spirits to nail that flesh to the cross, redemption is for once and for all over every fallen nature that we struggle with. You believe it? Hallelujah. Now I want you to know that the soul is the nature of the spirit. But in us there are multiple natures of certain things. Some of which we have uh, gained through uh, our heritage. Uh, Certain habitual things that's passed on from generation to generation. And those natures are inbred in our flesh. Hallelujah. And they'll always be in our flesh. And the only way that we are going to ever bring them under headship is to let Christ reign over those nature. You believe it? Would you ever get rid of all of it? I don't know. Amen. But I can tell you this. If Christ will reign uh, over every fallen nature, it will come under jurisdiction of the Holy Spirit. And you wouldn't battle so much in your lives over fallen things that seems to haunt you and torment your mind. Like a ghost from the past, these certain nature just seem to come up, amen, in our beings. But brother, if they're brought under the blood of Jesus Christ, I'm so glad that there's a power of God, amen, that we can bring everything under the blood. As the old song says, everything in my life, whatever it is, bring it under the blood. Bring it under the blood. You believe that? You can't make it in the rapture with fallen nature. But Christ, when he comes on the inside, he makes it for you. You believe it? You'll probably die with certain things in your nature that you never fully overcome. So if we're judging matters on your fallen nature, you'll never make it. But if we go in the nature of Jesus Christ, amen, the power of God's Spirit, it obliviates everything that's standing between you and your body translation. You believe it? You're 11 this morning. So we come to Christ through faith by election and representation. I want you to notice now that in Hebrews 10 and 14, uh, the Bible says, for by one offering, He had perfected forever 
them that are sanctified. You believe it? How many offerings that God have to do to make you sanctified? One. But how many times and how many offerings do you have to bring through works to feel sanctified? Numerous. 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 Are you with me? I want that to soak in this morning. Amen. I want that to soak in. You keep bringing sacrifice after sacrifice to feel sanctified. But when he comes on the inside, hallelujah. For by one offering, he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. Whose sanctification am I going on? Christ. Mine are filthy rags. All my righteousness. Oh, Brother Ben, I can shout on this this morning. Hallelujah. I need a, my, I don't have to keep coming over and over and over and over. Frustrating the grace of God, as Paul says. Amen. Frustrating the grace of God in our lives. Today I'm saved. Tomorrow I'm lost. Today I feel like bride. Amen. Tomorrow I feel like foolish virgin. Amen. One day I feel saved. The next day I feel lost. But brother, if you understand that by one offering, he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. Where does your sanctification come from? Christ. Not your works. My brother Joseph, I went a whole week without even, without even telling one lie. Big deal. You shouldn't anyways. I went the whole month without even lusting. Big deal. You shouldn't anyways. Oh, my. I got closer to God. No, sir. You're no closer to God. Amen. And when you were doing it. But when you come through sanctification of the Holy Spirit, then there's sweet-smelling odor in your lives. You believe it? I looked up that word yesterday, the Hebrew word, uh, Greek word, or Hebrew word, perfected in our text carries the meaning of uh, to make perfect, complete, to carry through completely, to accomplish, finish, bring to an end, fulfillment by then of the prophecies. Oh, my God. Amen. You believe it? Hallelujah. For by one offering he had perfected forever them that are sanctified. You know, back in the early 80s, we were still dealing with the spirit of, uh, of, of, of just man-made righteousness, man-made holiness. And brother, I tell you, it was such a struggle. Poor young people, many of them couldn't even live the lot. They just went out in the world. And I don't blame them because the pressure they were under you know, you just couldn't do this. You couldn't do that. You couldn't, that's all we heard was do's and don'ts and works. No one ever pointed us to the finished work of Jesus Christ. No one ever told us that Christ was paid it all in full by the blood of the Lamb. Hello? You believe it? You couldn't perm your hair. Can I name some of them? Your dress had to be a certain length. Your sleeve, you had sisters standing at the, at the entrance of the door, the threshold of the church with tape measures. And the ones that were doing it was living in adultery. Woo! 
I'm telling you the truth. He said, Brother Joseph, well, what's wrong? Nothing's wrong with us. When Christ comes on the insides, he will lead you and guide you into all truth. Now, don't get me wrong and leave here and say, Brother Joseph, I believe in holiness. I do believe in holiness. Amen? Praise God. Those who are in Christ, there's no records of our wrongs because they're under the blood of Jesus. You believe that? You believe that? Bring it under the blood. Lord, I can't get over this temper. Bring it under the blood. Lord, I can't get over this anger. Bring it under the blood. You believe it? Hallelujah. Romans 3, 28. We're having a good time. That's all right. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans 3 and 28. I'm seeing doubles up here. Let me open up this thing, right? All right. A little bigger. All right. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by what? By faith without the deeds of the law. Come on, somebody. Help me preach this morning. Do you love works? Works is not going to get you anywhere. You might be the mother of the church over that because everybody thought you were so holy. You might get some accolades from men. Everybody may look at you as pious and holy, but deep down inside of you, you've got some problems that you need to get rid of. Let's read it again. Wherefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith Without the what? So, so why are we bringing... He's telling us, you're justified if you just leave the deeds of your works out of this thing, then you're all right. Come on, church. Am I preaching to you this morning? If you leave the works out, then you're justified. But if you leave the deeds... Notice how Paul puts this. A deed is a transgression. So to bring your man-made works into the faith of Jesus Christ is a transgression. You believe it? Well, I just don't want to take any chance. You know, listen, the Bible says that a false balance is an abomination unto the Lord. You believe that? So when you're so far over on the left side and on the right side and Christ is not on the center, what you're doing is a false balance and it's an abomination unto the Lord. You believe that? Well, I'm not taking any chance. I'm just going to do this and I'm going to do that and, 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 uh, and I just want to make sure I make it. That's the problem. You're not going to make it. You can't make sure you make it. He's already made sure that you made it. Do you believe what I'm saying this morning? Listen, I'm preaching to your church. I'm getting you free from the bondage of man-made teachings in the church. Oh, God, help us. Wherefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law works. Works. Listen, you see, naturally, being in a message in all of your rituals and mandates will not benefit, benefit you more security uh, of being in a rapture. You see, the fact is none of your works will ever be enough to qualify you for redemption. You believe it? 
You know, when you start having works in your life, when Christ starts working in your life. Watch it now. Amen. You know, when the work starts in your life, when Christ starts working in your life, when something begins to happen on the inside of you, and Christ now begins to take up the power and the spirits, amen, to lead us to that place. You believe it? Watch this. And I want you, I want you to bear with me. The fact is that Christ has already finished the work. It is what he did was the reason that the heavenly host was singing the notes for he had made us kings and priests unto our God and we shall reign with him. This is the reason they were singing. Not because that they did anything, but because Christ had finished the work. You see, your election is based in Christ's righteousness alone. You believe that? Look at Ephesians 1 and 4 quickly with me. Praise his holy name. Amen. Watch this. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Praise God. So how does Christ see us when we're sanctified? Blameless. Praise God. You ought to shout this morning. Blameless. You never did it in the first place. In the first place, you never did it. Now, in the second place, you might have some problem with your old nature. But in the first place, you never sinned. What was the Thanksgiving message to the bride of Christ? Amen. Watch this now, friends. Amen. What was the Thanksgiving message? Amen. That God gave to the bride. You never done it in the first place. Hallelujah. Invisible union. Invisible union. You never did it in the first place. There's a union that's happening now. It's invisible. But you've got to get past the flesh of your beings. Look at verses 6 quickly. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he had made us accepted in uh, the beloved. Did you you get saved before you come to Christ? No. No. Were you perfect before you came to Christ? Did you do all the right things before you came to Christ? No, but he accepted us in the beloved just as we are. Because it was his righteousness that he's depending on, amen, to sanctify us. You believe it? To whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness, verse 7, to whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sin according to the riches of his grace. Not only have we been accepted, but I want you to understand, we have been adopted by God into his family. Hallelujah. Amen. We have been adopted into God's family through the blood of Jesus Christ. You believe it? We could not be accepted by the works of the flesh. Remember, the law is the light that reveals how dirty the room is not the broom that sweeps it clean. Are you with me now? Are you with me? Can I say that again? The law is the light that reveals how dirty the room is. But the broom, watch this, not the broom that sweeps it clean. Hallelujah. Who sweeps us clean? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. 
I don't mind telling you, I go before the Lord like that. Lord, I feel so dirty today. Sweep me clean. Hallelujah. Sweep me clean. Lord, I feel filthy today. Sweep me clean. You say you're the bride of Christ. Yes, because this old flesh, I don't trust it. I'm trying to crucify it every day. The problem is I'm honest and you're not. Amen. Sweep me clean, Lord. Sweep me clean. Sanctify me by the blood of Jesus. I may have lied today. I may have lost today. I may have did thing wrong today. But sweep me clean. Come on, let me get some witness in this house. Amen. Let me get some witness in this house. And that's all God is asking you to do. You believe it? Oh, Brother Nathan, I'm so thankful for it. The power of justification. I'm so thankful for it. Oh, I wish I had the energy to preach this this morning. But I hope you're getting something today. You believe it? You see, then adoption comes into views. Amen. And God says, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to adopt this boy into my body. Amen. To my family because he quits. Amen. Trying on his own. And he realized that whatever he achieved, he achieved in his life is what I did. Amen. Go down there and put a crown on his head. Amen. Tell him, he's my son. But Father, you understand, he's still struggling with, you know, with, with this and with that. And the other. I don't care what you think. It's what I think. Go down there and put a crown on his head. Hallelujah. Because every time he's fallen, he knows how to rise up again. Come on, church. Every time he's fallen, he knows how to rise up again. Because a just man falleth seven times, but riseth again. Get up out of the dust of condemnation. Get up out of the dust of torments. Whether you're a child of God or not, I speak in the name of Jesus. You are a son and a daughter of God. You believe it? Adoption comes into view. You see, we could not be accepted by the works of the flesh. You believe that? The blood of Jesus Christ does that for us. And the works of the law were not sufficient, but Christ's work was accepted by God. You believe it? All right, let me ask you a question. Hold that thought. I got to slow down. Okay, can I talk? All right, every time you mess up and you made a mistake or you do things you know that is not, you're trying to overcome. And you try on your own. Do you think that that trying on your own makes you justified before the Father? Absolutely not. You know why? It pushes the blood out of the way. Oh, glory. It pushes the blood out of the way. And then suddenly, human endowments begin to take the place. The works of the law were not sufficient, but Christ's work was accepted by God. Come on, church. So why do you keep going back to the same fallen nature? Because your works are not justified by God, only Christ. Oh, hallelujah. I feel like shouting this morning. Oh, many still attempt to add to what Christ has already done. This in return 
takes away from Christ's works of justification. And the bride will not gain God's approval this morning through association, tradition, or orthodoxy. Amen? Bless God, I want you to know that I've been in a message 30 years. I respect that. I love that. I love message, folks. I've been in the way for 40 years. That's the problem. Get out of the way. Amen. I've been doing this for all these years, and that, that, that's the problem, you see. Our problem is us. Everybody say problem. Touch yourself and say problem. I'm going to crucify this flesh so Christ can reign. Christ wants your flesh. You believe it? Hallelujah. Oh, glory. There's such a power of God when that becomes a revelation. We should be focused on Jesus Christ and his finished work. God bless his faith, not orthodoxy. Hello, church. God bless his faith, not orthodoxy. Well, I just want you to know, bless God, I've been in the way. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I know I'm trying to get out of the way. I'm trying to get out of the way. You believe it? You see, you may be straight as a gun barrel theologically, but just as empty. You realize that? Listen, Brother Ram said in a, in a message of results of decision, 1955, uh, uh, October the 8th. He said, Brother, your orthodoxy don't get you too much. Hallelujah. 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 Orthodoxy. Everything has to be orthodoxy. We got message traditions. Orthodoxy. Come on now. Hallelujah. We've adopted certain things. It has to be Christ. Brother Brandon pointing us to Christ. You believe it? You see, God is pleased with men and women of faith who put their faith in Jesus Christ alone. You believe that? It's all about him. It's all about him. The Bible said every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. You believe it? He's still Lord. I don't care about your orthodoxy. He's still Lord. You believe it? God accepted him and we are accepted in him. God does not expect, accept my works. He accepts Christ's works. And because Christ was accepted, I am accepted. You believe that? You see, as Jesus died, the Bible said the veil of the temple was made, uh, uh, was rent. And, and that veil was made from the strongest uh, uh, possible tapestry of those days. But, but when Christ died, uh, the veil was rent in two from top to the bottom. You believe that? There was such a power in the sacrifice that it ripped. Oh, my. Come on, church. Somebody help me preach. It ripped the veil. It tore it, literally ran it. There was such power that came off of Calvary that it shook the mountains. You believe it? Look at Luke 23 and 44 with me quickly. 
And the Bible said it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness upon all the earth until the ninth hour. That's why the rapture was ap- will happen between six and nine. You believe that? Amen. Between six and nine, the rapture was happened. You believe it? So about the sixth hour, there was darkness upon all the earth until the ninth hour, and the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was rent in the midst. You think that your works has enough power to tear a tapestry that is so strongly knitted? They will take these skins of these animals and intertwine them with the strongest of courts. And they built the veil of the temple that no man can go in back there except he that was ordained. Brother, your works have no power to rent the veil. But when Christ finished the work, hallelujah, the Spirit of God went back behind the veil and ripped it open. Hallelujah. This veil uh, separated the holies of holies from the court of the priests. And through this acts, God removed the veil of the Jewish ceremonies and every works of our own righteousness. He ripped it open. He said, I don't need your own righteousness. He tore it open that day. You believe it? That's how much God thinks of your works and your righteousness. All the Jewish ceremonies and the Gentile ritualistic uh, ceremonies, God just ripped it up. Hallelujah. You know what he says? Paid in full by the blood of the Lamb. Oh, Sister Samantha, that makes me want to shout. Amen. Paid in full by the blood of the Lamb. You believe it? He cast down the petition of wall. Oh, praise God. Ephesians 2 and 12, the Bible said, For he is our peace, who had made us, uh, made both one. Amen. Who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of petition between us. Praise God. He is our peace, who has broken down every wall. I don't care what the wall is. What you need is Jesus Christ. He'll rip down the walls. He'll rip down the walls of fears and doubts and frustration. He is our peace. You believe it? Hallelujah. I say hallelujah. Praise God. Let God rip the veil open. Let the Spirit of God rip the veil open. Praise God. Now the Jews and Gentiles have equal opportunity to enter into the most holy place. That's God's provided place of worship, Jesus Christ our Lord. One of my favorite messages, Brother Brandon preached in 1964 in a series in Birmingham, Alabama, is God's provided place of worship. Oh, I love that message. I love that message. Brother Brown tore down denomination. He tore down human endowments. He tore down man's righteousness. And he said, Christ is the one. He is God's place of worship. You believe a church? Not your church. Not the pastor. Not where you are. Christ is. Christ is. The final say so. 
Oh, Greg, I love you, son. I love you, son. When you see this, it makes you shout out. Thank God I am saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God's provided place of worship, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Not a location, not geo, ge, uh, geographics, not geography, not uh, doxology, not orthodoxy. Amen. But Jesus Christ is my place of worship. Not your church, not your pastor, not your doctrines, not your man-made righteousness. He is my peace and broke down every wall. Praise his holy name. The most holy place is a type or a picture of the new Jerusalem, the rapture saints. You believe it? The wrenching of the veil signifies the way is already open to the bride of Christ. We have access into the most holy place, not by works, not by law, not by rituals, but through Christ Jesus and Him alone. You believe it? All you got to do is follow Him through the veil. Hallelujah. How are you going to make the rapture? Just follow Him through the veil. You believe that? Hebrews 10, 19, quickly. Amen, I got to close. Hebrews 10, 19 and 20. Uh, having therefore, brethren, uh, a boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus by a new and a living way. This is the new way. Which he had consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say, whose flesh? Oh, praise God. I rest my case. I rest my case. Your flesh can't make it. But his flesh can. Whose flesh? His flesh. Hallelujah. Step on that serpent. Destroy that serpent. You believe it? Can we read it again? Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he had consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh. So if we make it in a rapture, whose flesh do we make it on? Jesus' flesh. Oh, glory. Jesus' flesh has power to rend the veil. Saints, we can boldly enter into the holiest through the curtain because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I would encourage you to go right into the presence of God with sincere hearts, fully trusting Him this morning. Hallelujah. Would you do that today? Let's go right into His presence. Lord, I've got this sickness in my body. But through your flesh, I'm coming into the holies of holies. I have these inferiority complexes in my life, but I'm coming through the holies of holies. I have these insecurities. I have all these, uh, these family traits. I have all these baggages, but I'm coming into your presence, Lord, because through that veil, hallelujah, all things are made new. You believe it? All things are made new. Oh, praise God. Our guilty conscience have been sprinkled with Christ's blood to make us clean. And our bodies have been washed with pure water. You believe it? He was the perfect once and for all sacrifice. You believe it? 
You see, nowhere in the scripture is it, uh, is it implied that we are accepted of God by the works of the law. I challenge you, nowhere we are accepted of God by works of the flesh. Because the entirety of the scripture proves it's all through faith in the Son of God, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Can we take a few scriptures quickly? Let me speed it up. I won't be speaking for a little while, so let me take advantage of this just to get a little rest. Titus 3 and 5, quickly. Titus 3 and 5. Get your Bibles out. You get something out of this as I wind it up. The Bible said, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. By the washing of regeneration, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Verse 6, which he said on us. Uh, what? Which he said on us. Say it with me. Which he said on us. Which he said on us. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior. It wasn't sparing. It wasn't, Lord, I, I sent my day of grace away. Lord, I better, I better just not do this because you might not have enough blood to cover me. Hmm. Which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Now, you know I'm going to have to preach this message again over. Amen, because I don't feel it. Amen. I, I don't feel like I'm feeling, like I really want to feel it. But maybe somebody's still getting something this morning. Now yeah. it's three and seven quickly. And that being justified by whose grace? We should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. You've heard me said before that. But this will stand quoting again. If righteousness come by the works of the flesh, the cross was the biggest mistake that was ever made can you handle that this morning amen if righteousness comes by the works of our flesh the cross was the biggest mistake that was ever made but I'm so glad Paul puts it in verses 21 like this I do not frustrate the grace of God for if righteousness come by the law then Christ is dead in vain hello are you home this morning do you love him this morning? Do you appreciate the Lord this morning? Don't let this become common to you. Don't let this become just all hat to you. Lift up your hands and say, God, it's your grace that has brought me through. Your grace and mercy brought me through. Hallelujah. Uh, Ephesians Church H, I close with these quotes. Amen. Now, works are fine. But they don't save you. They don't make you perfect. It is Christ or perish. It is not even Christ and works. It is Christ alone. Not Christ plus. It is Jesus only. It is Jesus alone. Let it be Jesus and Jesus alone. Oh, oh glory. Hallelujah, church. Let it be Jesus and Jesus alone. Ephesians church says, yes, it is Jesus alone who walks in the midst of the churches. It is God in her willing to do of his good pleasure. Never forget that. 
you have only one relationship to God and God has only one relationship to you and that is in who? And Jesus alone. Oh my Jesus, I love you. Oh my Jesus, I love you. Why should I not love him? Why should I not love him? Why should I not praise him? Let's stand to your feet, amen. Having a conference in 1960, June the 8th. He's the mate of the church. He's the bridegroom of the bride. Uh, come, come in contact with him and be filled with his spirit, the bridegroom. You believe it? It's him we are married to. It's all his doing, church. Our Redeemer's doing. Hallelujah. Our Redeemer's doing is now that has made us kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. It is our Redeemer's doings that now have made us kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. You believe it? Do you love Jesus? Give Jesus a good round of applause. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessed be the ties that bind. Let's sing a song. Amen. I love you with the love of God. Isn't God good to us? Isn't so wonderful? I mean, you just feel like you just walk out of here, just walking on air. Amen. Walking on air. Amen. Walking on air. Amen. You said, was that the message? Of course it was. Is that what the prophet taught us? Exactly what he taught us. Amen. You believe it? Amen. He had to bring the bride out outside of the camps. Amen. Going beyond the camp of denomination and man-made ism and man-made teaching into Jesus Christ, the anointed words. You believe it? Go beyond the camps. Get out of the camps that you're in and get into Jesus Christ, the anointed word. Amen. Sing, brother. That separated me from Christ, my Lord. It was so vast the crossing I could.
you thankful his grace and mercy brought me through hallelujah I'm not gonna, you know what I'm going to keep preaching it until somebody get it hallelujah I'm going to keep preaching it until it clicks home hallelujah oh I'm tired I'm never tired of grace I'm going to clench the nail hallelujah on oh, crucify that flesh hallelujah Praise God. You know the problem is we go from one camp meeting to the next. Amen. We're no different than denomination. They go from one revival to the next. And they preach something over here and preach something over there and preach something over there. When you come back to your own church, amen. Cats got your tongue. You can't even say amen. Come on, church. But if you get in love with Jesus, the power of God's spirit will loose you, amen, from these bonds. Hallelujah. No, we get different camps in the message. Certain preachers preach just around law. Certain preach around grace. Certain preach around everything. And you go on, and you go on everywhere, and you're bringing all these stuff into the church. And I'm standing here trying to cut away these nonsense. Cut it away. Listen, I wasn't born yesterday. I wasn't preaching yesterday. I can feel it. I'm trying to tear down them petition walls and free you up in the Holy Ghost. Amen. So you can say, thank God I am free. Free, free from this world of sin. You believe it? It was His grace and mercy that brought me through. You believe it? Not the preacher, not the pastor, not the church, not the bishop, not the pope, not the potentate. There's only one potentate. That is Jesus. Everybody say, Jesus. Hallelujah. Sing, brother. Sing. Oh, your grace and mercy. It brought me through. And I'm living this morning. Because of you. Because it was oh, His grace and 
for it? Are you thankful for it? So, Brother Joe, don't you feel kind of scared preaching on so much grace? You can't ever preach on enough grace. Hello, church. Amen. I'd rather have grace than law. Come on, I'll be truthful because some of the law, man wants me to live up to, I can't live to it. But praise God, when I live through the faith of Jesus Christ, it makes my load light every day. Hallelujah. God bless you online. Shalom. Service from me, brother. Ben Norrod will be ministering this Wednesday night, coming back all the way from the Congo with a beautiful testimony. Tune in live on, on Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. God bless you. Do you love the Lord?